Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers. We That was a lame cheers. <laughs> so oh. was Kimmy's aluminum water bottle. Um, and we didn't have a cheers for our guest. They did give you water, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's all together. Um, We're doing really well. Yeah. I'm Kimmy. (laughs) I'm Liza. And this is 51 First Dates. And now I feel insecure about saying our names because of the podcast that there was like a podcast that talked about us nicely, but they They were like- They didn't slam you or anything? No, they were like (laughs) sweet, but they were like, I'm Kimmy and I'm Liza. And now I'm like, I don't want to say it. No, they were cute. They were like, we live text each other. Oh guys, there's a- there are two males in the room today. Wow. But one one is Manny, who's recording. Thank you, Manny. Manny. And then another is a very special guest and, and dear friend. Yes. And his name is Peter Hoare. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that is my name. And <laughs> it's spelled H-O-A-R-E. Yeah. And he is... I'm still so proud that that's likely the first time that the word whore has been said on this podcast, I'm assuming. Maybe? Yeah. Wow. Probably. Don't add us, yeah. guys. We're not we're, we're fucking shaming. We're owning. Very proud. Lady positive, except for Peter Hoare. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> he is a uh, screenwriter and TV writer and um, a tall man. Yes. And has really, like, you were, when we first met, when Liza and I were first doing writing things, and you were always such a help to us. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like, like, not an official mentor in the dumb way, but... Well, I met you guys, I realized this the other day, when you guys were doing uh, Psychodrama, mm-hmm. your web series, and I realized the other day that you're both in my phones as Liza Psycho and Kimmy Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You texted me the other Amazing. day, and my girlfriend went, who's Kimmy Psycho? I'm like, oh, it's, it's Kimmy Foskett. I had to explain the web series. And oh my Mora God. knows me, and I love Mora. I want to start sending you creepy, like, knives, you know, yeah. the knife emojis, just... Liza Psycho. Knowing that, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, never changed. Never yeah. changed that. Also, Peter and I are wearing the same shirt yep. yeah. today. We so will, we'll post that in the it's Facebook group. very cool. weird. <laughs> it's, yeah, you know. Uh, I often dress... In clothes that could be worn by any gender because, you know, it's 2018 and also I don't have to. This is just I don't, the, I don't the, have to get dressed that often, you know? This because, is just the Brooklyn uniform, though. It's just yes, a, it's a red flannel, red flannel <laughs> jeans. It's fine. Yeah, I'm dressed okay. like a fraternity brother. Like, I'm in the Patagonia. <laughs> that's gray. Mm-hmm. But it's so warm. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I just had an idea since we haven't talked about what the F we're doing. Peter, would you be down to say what you think 51 First States is? Oh, my God. What I think... I'm putting you on the spot here a little. Yeah. It is an experiment in dating in which you date 51 people to find out if it is capable to... If you're capable of finding a relationship within those 51 dates. Yeah. I mean, that's the technicalities of it. Yeah. And, like, from a male perspective, you can be harsh. What are your... What's your impression? Does it feel, like, evil? Does it feel like... Uh... (laughs) Well, it's weird because if I if I were a single man and I went on a, a date with a girl that had this experiment, I might feel like an ex, like a test subject. Mm-hmm. Would so you put what her do in you your feel? phone as Kimmy Psycho? <laughs> Probably. I, Kimmy, Kimmy, for, Kimmy, first date. Um, but who do you like? Have there been any back? Has there been any backlash from any of the men you've dated? Not yet. It's interesting because a couple of, I guess I've really only told one who he seems to not phase him. I'm actually confused as to, it's been a lot of dates now as to yeah, why he like hasn't. 15 or 16, right? 
Um, yeah, but this, even with this guy, like, I'm confused as to this one guy I told on the second date about it, and he's just unfazed by it completely. And I'm a little confused by that, but... Have you have you dated that guy more? Like, yes, that's what I mean. Sorry, I've been in multiple dates with him. Um, yeah, and we have a third date rule. We talk about everyone anonymously if you're just joining us. And thank you, listeners, for joining us. I am so, so organized today. Um, but... Basically, I haven't really told anyone who's freaked out, but I don't know if anyone's Googled me. They have definitely Googled you. Because one of my dates who I've gone on two dates with, and I'm going to have to tell him, um, Googled me and was like, after our first date, it was like, I found psychodrama. So I'm like, well, then what else did you find? Oh, he found that. He found this. And he was watching it and he was really nice. He said, I was like, Jason Bateman and my believability on screen. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> But like Honestly, there is a poss- an incredible compliment. There yeah. is a possibility that this all goes haywire, and like you're, you you yep. go on a date with a guy on Tuesday, and it goes well, and then you have another date scheduled for the next podcast on Friday, but the guy from Tuesday's there, and it just all goes crazy. Yeah, which oh, no, will it, make for a good episode. It could be bad. It's gonna happen. Brooklyn's a small place. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, and and there was already a mix up of like. Oh yeah. This was my favorite, literally like rom com moment of what we've done, which Kimmy, you know, there's like a bunch of numbers in her phone that she hasn't saved the names on. Oh, no. So she was going on a date, you know, texting with this guy, blah, blah, blah. We're going on this date. We're meeting at this place. She picked a place close to where she thought this guy worked. <laughs> and then she got there and she got there first. Luckily, the other guy rolls up and it's not the guy she thought she was meeting. So she didn't know his name the whole date. That is the, yeah, that, that's, that's a sitcom episode. That's like a <laughs> Jack Tripper like, sitcom episode. Yeah, it yeah. was... Hilarious, but it worked out well, and he, it, yeah. it, like, you know, it was super fun. sweet. It was all, like I knew who he was immediately, but I just didn't remember his name or have <laughs> that recent like do the recon, like go on Bumble, like yeah. just remind myself of the facts. Yeah. Well, so. here's a question that I have about the whole thing. Yeah. Do you have a plan for say you go out with a guy next week and instantly you're like, oh, he's he's gonna be my boyfriend? Like you could sometimes tell. Mm-hmm. Do you have a plan for what happens then? What happens? They say that's date 21. Yeah. What happens then? I think we've talked about recruiting others, whether that's like someone consistently or someone different every time. And we like send them on a date and they talk about it because, yeah, again, we say the goal isn't just to find a boyfriend, but like uh, a little bit. It's like Doctor Who. Like there's different Doctor Who's. Yes. So, like when you wind up, say date thirty-two winds up being uh, the first Mister Kimmy Foskett, then you get a new yeah. a new fifty-first dater until they find a boyfriend or he finds a girlfriend, and then it, it's that's I like that. It would plan. be so like fun it. to do a boyfriend. That's a good plan to have a boyfriend. I, I know. I like my younger brother who came on the <gasps> podcast is single and like was like. He's a cute trying to. It's, he's he got just asked on dates from being on the podcast. We had <laughs> listeners email and being like, burr, burr, burr. that would just be hard because it couldn't like get into too much with him because he's my brother. Like it would be a little. Yeah, that's true. You there's know? walls you don't yeah, want. There's like <laughs> I was fine with him generally like being on the yeah, but um, that's a great question. And well, I also and a great will, answer. You, I will a, say, just on that point. Sorry, there was one where I was like, yes, this is it, this is it, and I'm still hanging out with him. But like, I don't think you you know sometimes right away. But it's been really good to have, like, to continue oh, sure. feeling things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, we've been, we've been talking a lot about how, like, dating in general, like, if you're just dating a couple people, then you don't have the, like, pressure on any one thing. For sure. That, yeah, like, yeah, especially yeah. I think for ladies allows you to really, like, overthink or overinvest, like, which is a stereotype, but I've done yeah. it, you know. It is. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so, so I feel like, 
Yeah, we're kind of just bopping forward. And it definitely puts weird parameters on my life because, like, I'm not sleeping with all these people. Or, like, I'm trying to keep it very PG while I'm yeah. doing this experiment, which is frustrating. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Someone emailed us saying that they did something like this, like, without the podcast part. And on date 22, they met their boyfriend. So you just said date 21. So I feel like yeah. that's the good vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But then... On, on this note, on all of these notes... Peter, do you have a do you have a worst first date you'd like to tell us about? I thought about this on the way over, mm-hmm. and I would I'm lucky enough to say that I don't like I can't think of one first date that stands out in my mind as being so I, I wasn't mm. a big I really wasn't a big dater. Like I wasn't great on, on the apps. I, I, I would use them, mm. but I really wouldn't I had no follow-through. I would just sure. talk. I was one of those flaky losers. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, it sucks. It sucks. I'm I, fairly sure that's exactly how I would be on an app. Is like I can banter. I don't want to. Oh, I can I don't banter. Meet you somewhere. I would use it. I, I would use the apps before I fell asleep at night, or no one talks about this when I was in the bathroom. Everyone, <laughs> be honest. You, you've used yeah. you've oh, used yeah. the, you've used the apps on the ba- in the bathroom, um, but I had very little follow through. I did once take a girl on a first date to see um, the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> And she, uh, Just tell me that I you guys like, like fucked in the car. After. 18. No, no, no. I was an awkward, like 18 year old boy. And I remember being in the Long Island movie theater. And I specifically remember thinking to myself, like as an awkward 18 year old boy would like, like, am I going to be able to like make out with this girl or whatever after? And having that exact thought while Jesus is being <laughs> lashed, <laughs> just a bloody Jesus Christ is on this, on the screen. And I'm like, nah, this is not happening tonight. Nor did it ever happen with, with that particular girl. Um, oh my God. That's hilarious. But no, no, no real bad, terrible first dates to speak of, which is lucky. Thank God. And Peter has, I just want to shout out, and it's not just because you're here. I love your girlfriend and your relationship. Oh, she's great. Just so like, do I. They're the best. I love hanging out with you guys. I'm thinking of like Shauna's birthday to me. I was just Big like fan. gushing about you guys. Yeah. We somewhat yeah. reconnected a bit on, because um, we worked together for um, for years. So yeah. we, we've been dating for about a year and a half now, but we knew each other for years prior to that. Um, but you had a bar crawl for your birthday. Yes. And I had just moved home from California, I believe. And uh, she was on it with her sister, Devin. And... We kind of wound up talking more after that. So yep. thank you, Kimmy Foskett. You're welcome. And that bar, your crawl knows that, that bar crawl was called Basic Adjacent. It, it was, was called Basic Adjacent. Well, we didn't like date after that, but it was like the first time I had seen her in quite a while. I think when Sarah and I were drunk at Sean's birthday, we were like, didn't, didn't you meet? Didn't you meet at Basic Adjacent? <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you? Yeah, no. Um, that's fun. At that exact same bar crawl, Sarah and I were positive we had lost you. <laughs> yeah. I think I was crying. You were, no, you were at the next bar. Maybe, maybe crying at the next bar. (laughs) I was crying. You were crying. You might have been crying. But Sarah and I were so positive and so just aggressively hammered that we were almost in the next bar. And Sarah was like, no, we left Kimmy behind. (laughs) And she made me go back to the other bar. The wait, there was a wait to get in. We were like, no, we left our friend. And the guy was like, you have to wait. We made it, we like crawled. It was the, you know, it was like packed. It wasn't like a wait, but it was like packed. Oh, I remember even what bar that was. It was the bar over by me, the the honky tonk bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gets so crowded. We were crawling through people. Like, I literally feel like we were, we spent like 15 minutes being like, we lost Kimmy. (laughs) And then like, we had texted you being like, wait, your phone had died or something. And then someone else was like, no, she's at the next bar. We're all at the next bar. Where are you? Skinny Dennis. Sorry. Skinny Dennis. I will give that bar to go along with the 51 first dates. I give it, I give it two dicks. Actually, I think the system's flawed because four dicks is too many dicks. (laughs) 
Like, isn't, isn't the, the, like, isn't the, like, some, like, like the, the, the purpose of this, of this experiment is kind of to find one, one nice dick. So one four dick. dicks is just way too many dicks. So for so the reverse, just... my new scale, the reverse mm. scale, I give Skinny Dennis three dicks. And for any, any new listeners, we just, we rate every date location, every new bar, restaurant, at bowling alley um, on a scale of dicks, but we've been doing it wrong. One to five dicks. Yeah, we've been doing oh, it wrong. Oh, five dicks? Yeah, like it's like a five, five dicks. review. Way too many That's dicks. Like, <laughs> it's a significant <laughs> amount of dicks, but if you're dating, five dicks is a good amount of dicks. That's true. You know, if you're oh. in a relationship, it's for too many dicks. That's true. That's, <laughs> unless, that's unless true. Unless you're poly, and then it's, you know, however many dicks you want. However many dicks you want. Can fit. However many dicks yeah. you can handle. Oh, in right. In so many ways. This podcast is going down a anyway. dark hole. It's fun. How many really dicks you can fit. We, we have to do a sex episode. I don't think we have yet. Probably not. But we'll do that. That's not our theme today, guys. Do you it's want to know our theme, theme today? Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot we haven't used that theme. Okay. Our theme is... Sadness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll... So... Ugh. It's date 15, but I had a sad fucking week, and I recorded a really emo taxi cab confession, and... I can't be in the room if you guys play it. It's a dashboard confessional, if you will. <laughs> a, oh. dash, a dashboard confessional. Yeah. Guys, this is going full circle love because it. a dashboard confessional song was my sad romance song in high school. Well, yeah, but which one? It was, what? um, fuck, and I'm not going to remember what it's called, but I thought it was the deepest shit in the entire world. I'll look it up. Is what it about? Screaming Infidelities? Is no, it, it wasn't. Yes. Oh, wait, fuck, no, it wasn't dashboard confessional. Never mind. <laughs> wasn't there one about jumping over a fence? I'm talking the visual of oh, like dashboard confessional. I need to see a track listing and then I'll remember. So but emo I, is the theme of this, emo, of this emo, podcast. Emo. Being emo. Being emo. Um, All right. Well, you can play it. We okay, might cut it out because I'm so podcast. mortified. No, I think I sent it to you. So you can play it from oh your thing. God. Yeah. I'm going to leave the room because okay. I'm so mortified. I'm going to go all the way on the. You should text me when it's time to come back. Okay. And then we can cut <laughs> it out if you want. Okay. Bye. Okay. In true confession style, here is my taxi cab confession for the week. Uh, I didn't make it on a date, and it's not because someone canceled on me. It is because I have been struggling with depression this week and stayed in bed for a day and a half. Uh, and I figure maybe I'll just be real with you guys in case it helps the listener or makes you feel less alone if you've had these kind of times in your life. Um, it was the 16th and that's the anniversary of my mom's death. And I, I don't know why every month it seems to creep up and make me a lunatic. Um, but sorry, not to say that if you're depressed, you're a lunatic, just my particular brand. But, um, yeah, I just was super depressed and Liza said it was okay if I didn't make it on a date. Um, I had a big, long weekend, too, of my friend's 30th. It was so fun uh, in Boston. And I just, it was a beautiful party, and her mom said beautiful things. And then I just drank so much the whole weekend and um, was really not so nice to someone from, like, my long, long time ago past who I drunkenly texted, also terrible moves. I just all around spiraled and yeah, just could not get myself together for a date this week. Uh, okay. Love you guys. We can change the topic now. Bye. Kimmy. Oh, why did I make it so 
Yeah. Okay, that's embarrassing. We can change gears. It's fine. I mean... I would even say, honestly, that's probably the most relatable message that's ever been recorded into that phone because so many people relate to that. I was no. hoping. That's why I just did it anyway. Sorry. No, I'm saying no one wants to. Everyone has been in a nasty, bad, depressed place. And the last thing you want to do is go on a first date when yeah. you're depressed. Screw that. Yeah. Or like, like, I feel like it's, I mean, and I've talked about it on this podcast too. Like I've, and for not serious reasons, for literally no reasons, had <clears throat> depression issues. It's a, it's a, lo- a very big thing in my family and has ruined a lot of my mm-hmm. family members' lives. And it's a yep. thing. And it's, again, not for a reason. It'll be like, I've described it as like one day things are fine. And then it's like the sun goes behind a cloud. And sometimes it just stays there for like three months. You know, it's, yeah. and it's, it happens to so many people. And I think it's like fine and good that we just fucking talk about it. Totally is. And I feel like I should just, yeah. Because I know depression comes in many forms too. So I don't want to like minimize anyone's struggle with it. Like, that's my other fear. But I just... Yeah, I was just like, fucking record it. And it's honestly, I had to leave the room because it's so scary. And I was just in such a dark place early this week. Like, it was shitty. Yeah, I mean, I think that like, the biggest thing is when you're sad or depressed or anything in between. Like, that I don't, I feel like you don't really feel like yourself. Or you do, whatever. It's a part of all of us. But it's also like, that's not how you want to interact yeah, with not exactly from the, that state. the best first representation of yourself, yeah. of course, because it's like, you're not seeing me. My, you're literally seeing me at my most anxious and and downtrodden. It's like, that's it's not, it's not honestly fair to yourself or the person you're dating because you're not giving it a real try. It's not like, say that, say, say you would have dated somebody, say you would have went out with somebody this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it wouldn't have been a good experience at all. But had you went out with that same person next week, it might be an amazing experience that would right. lead to date number five, six, seven, and eight. So it's just not fair to the to the experiment, honestly. Yeah, and I went in, like, it was so, it just came out of nowhere. And I, like, a few friends who have gone through losing parents are just like, it just, it's, like, so weird how it creeps up on you and how this weird phase is. So my weekend started off so well. And then, like, even my just, like, slow, tur- I was like, if I, I'm going to be a bad date. I'm going to be an inconsiderate date if I go yeah. out with a stranger, if I'm not even being great to myself or people around me. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I also think it's completely unrealistic. Like, with everything, like, I mean, exercise, I guess. I don't really know. But, but you know, like, people who exercise, like, say, like, you have to have, like, a day off to, like, let your body recover a little bit. You know, like, you shouldn't just exercise. Sure. Even people who are super, super fit, like, have to take a day off, whatever, one day a week or one day every two weeks or whatever. Again, psychos. Why am I talking about this? I don't know anything about this. Me neither, not. But <laughs> just exercise for the second time in 2018. Dude, I went to the January gym. 20th. I went to the gym for the first time in like a year, two days ago, and I was so proud of myself. It was like I did something. I feel like I wanted a reward for Honestly, it for some reason. You should be rewarded. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. I feel so, <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yes. Uh, Round of applause. Yes. No. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but like, I also just think even on a day where you're not in such a dark place, like you should probably have weeks where you don't go on first dates. If you're going to be bringing like your best, you know, like not whatever, not all the time because we're doing this experiment, but also like I think it's totally reasonable for you, like even discounting all the sadness and feelings and all of that, like to just keep doing this every week is a lot on you. Yeah, but we signed up for it. I just want, basically that is a scary thing to share all of that, but I figured the listeners... We love you. 
if they were like, what the fuck? She keeps skipping dates. This one, I just wanted to like, you're right. But I, it was like, I can push it. Yeah. More. Totally. This week I shouldn't have pushed it, but I can, you know. Yeah. I think so many people can well, you relate are to pushing it. not wanting to go on a new date every single week for 51 weeks. Like anybody, yeah. that that's a daunting task for anybody. It really, truly is. Dating is a lot of work. Yeah. And doing that work and meeting somebody new, like meeting someone, I don't know. Like I hate meeting new people. <laughs> I really do. Like I don't like talking to new people. Yeah. But doing that when you're in that kind of a mood, no way, man. Everyone can relate to that. Yeah. For sure. It's sadness. Okay. <laughs> we have like our funniest guest and I'm like <laughs> let's talk about my darkness yeah let's do it well guys. one let's of the reasons too that like we decided to talk about this theme today is because Peter literally mm. just shot a, like a, a, a movie that he wrote was just shot called We Are Unsatisfied with yes. Ben Schwartz and Billy Crystal like this is big shit I'm, I feel so famous adjacent when I'm, <laughs> now that you've had this really cool thing happen uh, yeah it shot um we wrapped in December, and it's in post-production now, and it hopefully will be premiering at the Toronto Film Festival That's in cool. September, and I love it, but it was kind of, the whole concept of the film was born out of me living in Los Angeles and being really fucking emo and really sad, because I was out, in short, when I was out there, when, you guys you guys were out there, when, um, when I was out there, this is like late 2015, had a bad year out there. The career was awful. I was broke and and very single, um, but just nothing was working. And I was just very depressed isn't the word for me. I was wildly anxious. Um, money stress is the worst thing in the world. And it was just, I didn't really know anybody in LA. So it was just alone and broke and sad. It was such a, the whole thing was a bummer. But I had, um, I had hives on my arm. So I went to a dermatologist and he said, those look like stress hives. Are you stressed? And I went, actually, yeah, like crazy stressed. So I talked to him and he kind of talked to me like a, like a therapist would a patient. And he talked to me about how he, they look like stress hives because his daughter went through a divorce recently and she had similar looking hives. Um, and then I moved home. Uh, about a week later, but I thought of what happens if a character based on myself kind of connected with a character based on that dermatologist and the, the daughter that he mentioned that was going through similar stuff. So um, uh, the Ben Schwartz character plays kind of a down and out failing stand-up comedian in Los Angeles who moves back to Long Island and connects with a, a similar dermatologist. But it's a comedy. It's a dark comedy. <laughs> but, but also... I was just profoundly sad during those times sure. and I wasn't dating anybody, mm-hmm. nobody. Cause I was not in the position to meet anybody new. Mm-hmm. I also couldn't afford dates. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, um, that's real. But yeah, you know, so I, I completely understand like anyone else could that when you're in a bad place, you don't want to drag anybody else into your bad place, even for that one night. Fully. Yeah. Do you Definitely. think this is uh, this very, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best Terry gross impression. Go for it. Uh, because question pops into my head and I feel like it's applicable. Do you feel like being in a bad place is good or bad for creativity? Like, did you write the movie while you were in that place? Yeah. Or did you have to get out of it to write? I, I wrote it when I got home because pretty much I went out there to work as a screenwriter and TV yeah. writer and at my agents and, and managers, it was just, you know, you got to move out to Los Angeles. It, it'll work out here. And it didn't work out there. And I was so, I had such a chip on my shoulder moving home. Be like, fuck, like this is, this is just like for the first time in my life, I was questioning what I should be doing for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved home and I thought to myself, let's 
like I, I'm I'm in a hole here. Let me write my way out of it. So I wrote with such a chip on my shoulder and such angst. I was just such an angsty emo kid writing this script um, that it worked, man. Like I wouldn't have if I was happy, I wouldn't have written this movie and it wouldn't have gotten made. Mm. It, it could have was written from a very uh, angsty, really truly unhappy place. So I think for creativity having problems is the best it really is like for, yeah. for a, a truly happy person i mean i don't know like like so how much comedy is 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 born out of problems you know like yeah. you look at and you, you know you do stand up you see like the best anabacks are, are are born out of an unhappy human being yeah totally and i think that also like when i'm feeling pretty good i know i'm less funny 100 <laughs> which sucks yeah like the, and but then it's funny because i was talking i was telling these guys earlier that i had just like a mic of te- a week of terrible shows and mics like i just did you know i didn't it wasn't bomb it just was just all just such tepid <laughs> laughter at all of my jokes but doesn't that fuel you like it, it pisses you well, off now right? i'm sad so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like maybe i'll be funny next week yeah but i think that the being sad connects us with something really essential about who we are. Like sometimes I think too, especially like in New York as creative people, as freelancers, you're going, 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 going. And I think that like, not that this is good. This is very much me trying to find a silver lining and something that is shitty and that Mm -hmm. I wish didn't happen as much. But like, I think sometimes it takes sadness to be like with yourself. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. Like, does I think that makes sense? No, it does make sense. You okay. once told me, and it was like sadness over a long time ago. Stupid sadness, like heartbreak. You were like, great things come out of sadness creatively. Oh, it, it totally and does. We made psychodrama, which is not great, yeah. like Peter's movie, but we made something for the first time ever. We made a show, and then we wouldn't have a business about it. So yeah, losing just- is good, man. A win, a win is made so much sweeter by having lost prior. It, it really, truly is. Like the win, it's it's just it's it's it's. A victory is made so much sweeter by having the shit kicked out of you beforehand. It really is. Yeah. And I think that, like, with so much noise in New York, like, when I am sad is sometimes the only time that I think about where I'm at, which Mm -hmm. is not good. I'm not, like, a super mentally healthy. You know what I mean? If I were were better, I would meditate and journal and go to therapy and do all the things, which, you know, I do some of those things sporadically. But, like, I think sometimes it takes just, like, that thing that holds you down and you're just like, this is terrible to be like, oh, like, what is anything? What is yep. my life? What is? And also just to fucking say it, like to totally. name it. You know what I mean? Like not in a thing on your podcast like I did. Um, but I went to therapy on Wednesday and like just I'm talking to her, same therapist V that we wrote a show on. <laughs> <laughs> um, her. Just talk is saying it, naming what was actually upsetting me. What actually, like just... Because I, I, yeah, when you corrected yourself and called it, like, severe anxiety versus... I should probably call it that, too. And sometimes I can't name my anxiety. It just feels like... so. But, like, talking, stating it, talking about it. Really oh, it, it totally does. Because you don't know where anxiety is going to come from, when it's going to come. It really is. It's just going to, like, it just mauls you. And you never know when it's going to come. And you can't... Yeah. And trying to articulate it sometimes makes the anxiety even worse. Totally. Because you can't articulate it properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the worst. I have... I. Definitely have a Xanax prescription, and I use it, <laughs> and I love it because of anxiety. I need to deal with that part of it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I know. I know. I know. I just use my friends. <laughs> my, yeah. My, no, it's, it, yeah. I mean, I, and I've talked about this before, definitely over-rely on smoking weed because I'm just like, this is what makes me feel not anxious. And it's not, you know, it's, I feel like everybody's trying to cope with their different levels of just like... The feel, I don't fucking know. My 
words aren't no, making sense. Good. I'm just realizing there's either a murder or like some some hacking away. I'm feeling anxiety about right. body someone's that's really, being sawed. I wanted, someone's really I sad because it. they're dying next door. There's <laughs> a really bad name noise. It in case you're all thinking it because poor Manny's like, <laughs> but like just Manny's on the dial. We're gonna like name it so it exists. Ninja. Sorry about that. Um, sorry. Yeah. Let's, let's, I, let's turn this around and go solve that murder. Let's go solve that's that happening murder. Next door. I yeah. think they're already dead. I think the the body pieces are just being sawed apart. That's what's happening. You know they're what sawing I mean? up the body pieces and then they're gonna pour. Uh, what what dissolves the body? I think uh, bleach. That's Jinx, what Peter. That's what they're but, doing right now. <laughs> I think you're wearing the Jinx same rules very serious. Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you just said bleach. And we both we both obviously <laughs> murdered before. <laughs> yes. So. Um, I'm trying to think back to that episode of Breaking Bad. You know. Oh, me too. Because there's something... Where they put them all in the bathtub? Right, in the bathtub, where you can dissolve them. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Guys, let's go murder somebody. Uh, anyway. Let's do um, it. Murder Remember how we have a dating podcast? Yeah, yeah. and then we just talked about mental illness. And murder. murder. Dashboard mental confessional. Mental illness and murder. Yes. Um, I mean, you know... Fuck it. it do you know the weird thing is? If you went... If you were in that state, and you went on, say, a third date, but you brought that state of mind with you, mm-hmm. and you kind of talked about it with the guy you were with... It actually might wind up being a wonderful date because you're actually just bonding over the fact like you're, you're letting him know where you're at and, and you're letting him know kind of your backstory a little bit. And if he responded well, that could wind up being a great date that brings you guys closer together. That's right. And I, first date. No. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because like it, it just not that it's a problem. It's just it's been I know it's like burdensome, especially when we started this. It was the summer. I was like, do I tell people what happened in my life? Like not that many months ago. Actually, it wasn't that close, but it was a fault. Whatever, whatever we started. But it's just people are weird. People's react like and the first date is probably not the time to just lay it all out there. But like a third date. Yeah, I've definitely noticed people just react differently to uh other people's sadness. That's good though. Weed out the losers. Yeah. If the people respond poorly to you telling them about your life. Yeah, that's you know, true. A tragic event in your life. That's actually true. Fuck them. I understand the discomfort, but like by a certain number of dates, like I should be able to at least talk about it without you going. Like, well, yeah. yeah, and I mean, I think that being where wherever you're at on a date is like a great litmus test. Yeah, and again, probably not a first date. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, like it's a great litmus test to tell if someone sucks or not. Yeah. Like I've dated people for very long periods of time and not had any like hashtag real conversations yeah. with them, you know? And like, that's fine. Those relationships are fine and it's fine. But it's mm-hmm. like, if you're looking for someone who like you really connect with, you got to fucking give them the opportunity <laughs> to really connect, that's you true. know? You don't want to terrify them at first too. So yeah. hey, how you doing? Terrible. Well, and here's how my depression meter is operating. Yeah. My anxiety meter. Yeah. Yeah, man, guys. Yeah. I feel I feel hopeful though that Peter had such a good experience coming out of the sadness. Yeah, like, I'm super everybody. happy now. Yeah. Life <laughs> is good now. Life it was is wonderful. It was just dog shit two years ago, but right now I'm loving it. Yeah. It always comes back around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. I feel like we need to play a game. I do too. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> Great. Do you have one? No. Okay. Let's make one up right now. <laughs> Let's do, should we do love it or hate it for dating things? Sure. Yep. Are you like, down? We don't, I mean, they can't see our glasses. Our oh, drinking, drinking? Glasses. We'll just say, we'll, we'll just say, love say love it hate it. how many of us. Yeah. Okay. Um, Great. Uh, fucking on the first date. <laughs> I neither love nor hate it. But uh, you have to pick. You have to pick. Point uh, of the game. Shit. I know. I'll go first because that's a hard one. I love it in theory. I don't think I've ever done it. I've never done it to be quite honest with you, as far as like a date, like meeting yeah. someone for the first time. And then, um, and I'm not just trying to say that to sound nice. Um, <laughs> oh wait, I have, I take it back. I have done it. 
Like, and you still love it. Yeah. As far as like a love date, it. like, hey, like I didn't. Hmm. I can go next. I hate it. <laughs> I'm scared. That's all. There's no judgment yeah. on it. I just hate no, it. I hate fine. the thought of this going to a stranger's home and having them inside me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the I hate the idea of going to a stranger's home and having them inside me as well. So hate it. Yeah, hate it. Honestly, the person being murdered downstairs is probably thinking the same thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's too dead. We're the best. They're so dead. Uh okay. Oh, do I have to go? Yeah. You okay. Have to go. Mm, splitting the check. Uh, okay. Am I supposed to go first? This time? You, well, you can, unless anyone has a strong opinion. Yeah, I. I oh, I'm not a feminist because <laughs> I hate it. I really, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Okay, fine. I love it over hate it. But I really, no, I hate it. <laughs> I hate, hate. I really like when the guy picks up the tab on a first date. I don't know. Sorry. We'll have your babies later. Oh, oh, these are all for first dates? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like first dates. It, oh. Let's say like an early oh. date. Oh. Okay. I mean, not, okay. Like, you know what I mean? If it's not a first date, I love splitting. Well, let's say like, maybe should we say first date? For splitting the check on the first date. Okay. I hate it. That w- I would feel super weird. I, I Although you got, although you could just do it because dating is a tax write-off for you now. <laughs> So you, know, you, you should be paying for everything. I have yeah. been. As soon as someone, there was my LA, I went on a date in LA and he knew about the podcast. He was like, what number am I? It was very weird. And he was really cool. But I paid for, actually he wouldn't let me still, but I was like, I can put it on the company's card. Like I have a corporate card. That's but, awesome. Yeah. I feel like you were the first person to tell me about tax write-offs. Like in my life. <laughs> in entertainment? Like my parents didn't yeah. tell me about them. I was like, oh, Yeah. You've write off your Generally. cable bill, your phone bill, everything. I write um, off fucking everything. I just <laughs> I just wrote off like a new piece of furniture I bought because I'm gonna sometimes use it while I'm working. It's like a side cable dude, thing. We are in a tax write off right now. This is a home office. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, every oh, day, home office deduction is huge. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. It's what made me. I got audited last year because of a home office, and it was a whole thing. But Holy back shit. to hmm. splitting the check. I don't. I hate it. I will say I hate it. I feel in theory it's um it's it's you know it, it is what it is, but I wouldn't allow it, I think, on a first date. I'd, I'd feel like a a schlub. Yeah, I, I guess you know what? I would like to say I love it, but I also hate it. But I do think that like in theory someday if I asked someone on a date, I'd like to be like, "Well, I asked you Sorry, I dropped the marker I've been fiddling <laughs> with cuz I'm so ferociously just fiddly all the time." Uh, if I asked someone on a date, I'd like to be like, I asked you on the date, I'm going to get the dinner. Like, I'd like to be a power lady and do a power move of like, I asked you on the date, so I'm going to pay for the date. If framed like that, I would love it. I'd be like, all right, you're scouring me about town. I like it. And I'd be a bully. I'd be like, no, like, I want to do that just to feel like a power. It should be the asker. Can I shout myself out for a second? My one terrible date where he was on two phones for the whole date. What? Um, yep. Um, That was my love it or hate it, but go on. (laughs) Uh, still good. Um, he, I, he clearly wanted to leave and I was just like, you should go. Uh, Or I didn't say you should go, but I was like, I got it. And he swapped my card out for his, but he clearly wanted to like get out of there. I think I still had a little wine left and I was like, motherfucker was late. Yeah. Anyway, he was late and, and he was on and his phone I, the whole time? And I had my company card out. Not that he knew about the podcast. I was just like, it's fine. Trust me. I've got this. I said something really, oh, he was the worst. And not even like, he looked like Brad Pitt, so he was the worst. He was just, I don't know who he thought he was. Okay, anyway. Just shout him out. Say his name. Let's say his yeah, name. Let's break wait, all I the rules. I don't remember it. Fuck. I want to look Doug it up. Johnson. His name, I'm, she, she wrote it down in front of me. <laughs> Doug Johnson from Greenpoint. She's like, I can't say it, but. You motherfucker. No, dude lived on the Upper East Side. That's right. <laughs> um, I don't like him. 
Um, so let's talk about phones then. Because I think that's wildly unacceptable if you're on a first date and someone's on their phone. I don't know if you use yours. I will call you out right now. Don't use your phone on a no, date. No, only if someone goes to the bathroom. Totally. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah, Sometimes, and I always shut it down right away. So you, can make, have, you can make believe you're going to the bathroom just to use your phone if you feel it vibrating in your pocket. Yep. But that is so, so inappropriate oh, to just yeah. be looking at your phone during a date, a first date. That's crazy. Totally. Or like on any date or hanging Honestly, out with anyone. And yeah. I know that I have my phone in front of me. It's face down, but it's just, I had I mine out for pockets. a special work call that <laughs> I made. Um, um, no, I like, it's one of my big pet peeves in life too when you're hanging out with friends and they're like burr, 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 burr. when you're talking and someone makes believe like they're listening to you but like yeah yeah totally <laughs> yeah and like you just know they're not absorbing yeah. what you're saying we're just like phone friends which i am you know like i'm i everyone fucking does it i do it sometimes but i have friends who are so like such phone addicts that i'm like it's honestly like unpleasant to hang out with. yeah 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 i i feel like the more comfortable i am with a friend or i'm back with my family i'm just like my dad always goes what what you googling what are you Googling over there? Like, he calls everything Googling. Because he, yeah. Yeah. Instagram is Googling. If I, like, pull out my phone while Jeff and I are talking, he will stop in the middle of a sentence and go, I'll wait. Oh. And it drives me yeah. so fucking crazy. But he's right. He's like, he's right. You're right. I was like, you're right. Well, but I'm like, fuck yeah. He has a little Apple Watch on. Thing. I know. Fucking asshole with his Apple Watch. My girlfriend and I will will definitely sit on the couch, like, watching Shark Tank or whatever, and both have our phones in our hands, just, like, looking at Instagram or whatever. But... At like dinner or something like that. No, I think just put it away. Yeah, totally. But yeah. have you had that yet? Where you're on a, beyond that one date where you're out with a guy and he actually like has his phone out on the table or out like on the table. responds to texts oh. in front of you. I or... feel like it, it's such a hate for me that I would have noticed that. Um, oh, do you ever get the red flags where you're like instantly like, you know, in your head, okay, I hate this guy. Like little things. Is there anything that they could do on a date where they're just like done? They're, they're guilty. Like, no questions asked about you, me, is always, I know that takes a little bit more into the date, but when you don't ask, and I used to be bad at asking questions, because I'd be like, just be, just be a non-personality, and everyone will like you, like, don't ask anyone out, don't ask questions, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Healthy way of thinking. I know. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> Sarah, and actually Justine, I think, yeah. who you know, yeah. call it a nap, and not a personality. Mm. I think that suits, I know Sarah does, some, some friends. I like that. Naps, yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't like that. Or it's like you just interviewing them. But like, yeah. And them not giving. It's like not a, giving it anything be a back. Ping pong match. It right? should. Yeah. It should absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to think. Ooh, this is so bad. But I hate when like we don't drink at the same pace. Like if someone's really slow at drinking their drink, or I guess it would be terrible if someone was just like fucking pounding it. But like that would be funny actually. That would. I'd probably be more aggressively more slamming. into that dude. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like my fun date where I mixed it up. He like had just gotten in from traveling, and he just like. It was one of those really cold days. He ordered bourbon. I was like, same. Me too. And like, I kind of dug that. Is there a drink a guy can order that will instantly turn you off that you find kind of lame? Uh, no. I don't like to judge people on their drinks. I'd, uh, I'd love to. Like, oh my. <laughs> I do too. Well, there are things you can order. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me some. Give me some. And then I'll. Like, what if the guy ordered like, I don't know. Like, I find, I always find it weird when a guy orders a white wine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I, I judge that. I judge that man. Yeah. You're so right. A white, I also judge that lady. Like, what if you sat white. down and he ordered, yep. like, um, like a Bay Breeze? A Malibu? Yeah. Anything with Malibu. You're right. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. Or, like, have you guys seen Molly's Game? Yeah, I love it. Nice. Like, 
I mean, it's like I, I laughed for 45 minutes about the Apple Teeny thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay, you're right. Okay, like a cosmopolitan Apple. Yes, yeah. Yes. So you haven't gotten there yet. No one's no, ordered nobody a, has. an Apple Teeny. In front I don't of even you. think anyone's had that weird thing happen where you order like the fancy Brooklyn cocktail and it's like pink and tiny. And right. then I have oh, like an IPA. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, cool. All right, I have a question then. Could you date uh, an alcoholic? Someone who does not drink because of a past alcohol problem? I want to say yes, but could I, guys? I don't know. I couldn't. I, I don't think here's I Here's the thing that is sad. I could, but I could not date someone who didn't smoke weed. Really? No, definitely not. Or what if they didn't smoke weed, but were totally cool? Like, they don't give no. a shit if you smoke weed. You no. need someone to partake with you. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, mean, I don't think I could. And no offense. I just think I would not be a good influence to that alcoholic I was with. Like, I don't want to offend any people. Could you that. date someone who didn't? Are you? You're not a vegetarian, are you? Oh, fuck no. Could you date a vegan? Oh, that, okay, you just nailed it. Yeah. I could, blah, 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 but the biggest turnoff for me, oh, I feel like one of my dates and I don't remember, I hate when men don't eat meat. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. I hate when humans don't eat meat. Oh, wait, I know. No, I don't hate it, but I just, I wouldn't, I know I wouldn't be able to long-term date someone that had, that had a vegan diet. It would yeah, just, it would I just, it would just clash. someone who was vegetarian for a while, like two summers ago. Interesting. I call him Jon Snow. <laughs> um, I didn't know he was a vegetarian. He was, and then I turned him. Like, he was really oh, into nice. me. Oh, <laughs> You're his lady. I brought McDonald's him. To, yeah. He, he like told him. me on the first date, and I was like, oh, my God, this dude is so hot. Like, too hot. Like, how how does he not eat meat? Blah, blah, blah. I feel like our third date was probably, I brought him to Polly G's. And he was, like, willing to split all the meat pizzas with me. I was like, what happened? He was like, I had a burger this week, but I had been talking it up. So I feel like I was part of that. Wait, he was, like, this handsome dude who you turned, and he ate meat for and you? And then he, we eat meat. <laughs> Why are you not married? to this man because he yeah. ended up ghosting me after two and a half months ah, in the end John Snow you dick not yeah. fully and like sex was on fire you could be listening we follow each other <laughs> like he was so many good things and it was like he John Snowed my ass he was just like am I alive or am I dead bye um, could you date a guy who, who wore uh, one large diamond earring <laughs> I'm so fucking really not. Get your ear up you out here. You have so many deal breakers Give me more. just fucking good. in the back pocket. Well, I was just thinking incredible. of like things that I would hate. Like I hate I'm very judgmental. And if, if some guy I walked by me and, and he was I eating wanna... like a vegan sandwich and he had, a, and it, he had a, a big gold earring and he was drinking a glass of white wine, I would hate that man. Fuck <laughs> that man. I mean, maybe if all three things, I'd be like, you're at least interesting. Yeah. yeah you know. All right. What's your age range? I'm just interviewing you now. I like I'm it. Interested. I love this. I like this. This is great. What's your like on your on your... On your apps, what's your age range sent to? I was going to look it up because I don't remember, but I, I do. Liza really... I widened it at one point from like 20 it. to 45. <laughs> yeah, how high do you go? Usually I go, well, this is all new for me. And I haven't gone on my high... I haven't gone on like a 40-year-old date yet, which yeah. I want to. I know. I think I'm doing everything wrong. It's always been my biggest dream to date someone who's like in their 40s. Like when I was 19, <laughs> that was my dream. And now that I'm 29, it's still my dream. And they're all hot. When it was when we had it set to only older guys on Bumble, they're all hot. Like 40 is the new 21. That's when we are just becoming ourselves. Mm -hmm. I want that 40-year-old boyfriend. Well, I'm in my 40s too. That's probably the first time I'm going to have a chance to date a 40-year-old. You got you to gotta go on a date with one. I know. You got to get up there. I'm trying. They're a little bit worse on the apps because they're not as up on them. Well, because their eyes aren't good and they, you know, <laughs> no, don't we know heard, how technology works. We had like a 44 year old I was chatting with like, and they don't look it. They look like they're in college but just like, maybe also but a like dad of someone in college. Cro crusty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're divorcees. Recent young divorcees who are now trying getting apps for the first time. Yeah. That's yeah. a good and pool good to Snag one of those. Fuck. Yeah. I, oh, I, think, yeah I think I need to. I have always my whole life dated people who are a tiny bit younger than me 
or like a tiny bit older than me, mostly because they're my exact same age, but I'm like young for my grade. Yeah. Um, in life and school. But never ever have I dated someone like older. Like I've gone more young than I have old. What's the oldest that you've dated? How many years older than you? I, and I called him old and he was like 31 when I was 28. Like. <laughs> That's not old. That's not Four old. Four years old. You got to Oh my God. Even less. Why did you do it? I've dated someone yeah. with a bigger age difference than that. I <laughs> something's wrong with me. I know. I, I don't know why I want to keep it. Because as I've moved along, it was always the wrong move. Like dudes in their 20s, like late 20s. Like it never, I never caught up. I should have just been going more mature past the like late 20s or the mid 20s, late 20s fuckboy phase. Like, I was only dateable. After 34 years old, you got it. You got it. <laughs> okay. I think, I think you should shoot it. I'm going to up to change them all to just yeah. 34 and up. 34 and up. Yep. Yep. I, I have a date tonight and he's definitely. 60. <laughs> yeah. Do Honestly, you have a lot of dates to fill. I know. So I know. some of these should just be like mulligans where you just date like, like a 65 year old guy. You say like, 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 uh, Where's that hot grandpa at? Yeah. You need a grand, yeah, a grandpa. Just, just get crazy with it. Like I every fifth right. date, every fifth date should be a crazy one. Liza, will you like help you, me with those? Yes. Full or like, there's back. a lot of those dating apps, like the weird ones. Like go That's on true. some of the weird ones. So like every farmers only. So <laughs> if you have one date, real one week, where you're like, you know what? Like that guy last week was like that was kind of a boring episode. Let's mm-hmm. spice it up and go yeah. on to farmers only or like. Um, I need to do that. Yeah, we have not been producing this properly. <laughs> get on some weird ones. You know what this is reminding me of? Okay, guys. Uh, I'm going to just fill the listeners in. There was an article in the New York Times about how to fall in love with someone by staring into their eyes and asking them so many questions. Oh, my God, yeah. And me, Liza, and Peter went out on the street with a camera. (laughs) And you guys asked people to stare into our eyes for two minutes. And Peter partook. Peter was very brave. It was very uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. (laughs) And Peter told a lady, uh, told a a woman he was staring into her eyes. She asked where, where he worked. And he said, uh, I work at Lady Foot Locker. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I, said it. I just like, will always remember that. And she was like, do you really work at Lady Foot Locker? And you're like, no, I don't. Actually. <laughs> this is an incredible interaction. I stole that from Jean Ralphio from Parks and Rec, <gasps> who it, now Ben what? Schwartz is in a movie. It all comes full circle. Holy shit. Is Ben shit. Schwartz a deer? I mean, you have to say that. Oh, no, he's the nicest guy ever. Oh, my yeah, God. Awesome. Crush. Um, <laughs> like, babe. Yeah, Such a babe. That's okay. so funny, though. I was thinking, where do I know Lady Foot Locker from? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What a hack. I stole it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't um, it, though, so. I want to set Kimmy up on a date with this guy that I don't know that well. I just went to a Mikey Runs last night because I'm was trying. i trying to be like, hey, like, we know each other. I appreciate that. Um, Good but he, uh, he is in an open marriage, and I was like, that would be mm. a fun one. Oh, boy. But here's the thing. He's a recovering alcoholic, so undateable. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Those no, are no. red flags. A I'm married, just, open wait, relationship I mean, alcoholic? That's two no. in one. I, uh, guys, guys, it's for the experience. And he has a beard. <laughs> Which I'm, no, I'm just, you know, yeah. we go back and forth on. What kind of beard? The way well, you said that. You love beards. Why did you say it so negatively? It's not a... Okay. I, yeah, to you? me, it's too much. He has a good David face. Letterman? He looks good. And I'm like, you don't... Why are you covering he that doesn't up, need the honey? Beard. You know the thing yeah. of like in the sixties, people would be like, "You got great legs, sweetheart. Why don't you show them off more?" That's why people with this guy's beard. Where I'm like, you don't need to. I think you should do this. Test your threshold. Go out with a recovering alcoholic who's married. Yeah. <laughs> just go for I, it. I, you know I, told, I said I'm I would do it. Clip on diamond earring. Oh friend. yeah, just yeah, put them on. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go. A bottle of Malibu. Yeah. I just don't know I gotta what to meet ask him. About. I gotta meet him one to two more times before <laughs> it becomes insanely weird for me to be high. I don't know you, but we've now met four times. Well, I feel like maybe he'll want to be on the pod. 
But would that then be you dating like a trip, like you going out with them, like dating the couple? I don't know. I would do oh, it. Though. Are they could, swingers? You should I go would on totally a couple date. You should go on a date with As a long as it wasn't like you have to come home with me because that sounds like the worst kind of first date sex yeah. of my life. But hey, I shouldn't be more adventurous. You know who I feel no. like? I I have some ideas about who might know people. Ooh, do you, I know a couple that might go on a date with me. Really? Someone who works for us very often, even though they don't do that. Okay, we'll talk about it later. That would be a fascinating episode. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Have you been on a blind date yet? Like, fully blind? Um, I mean, like, he can see. <laughs> but, but you've but never But we're seen. also going to add that to the list. Add a there real blind date? We had another guest, um, Achilles, who is a great, com- he's a comedy writer, too, and we came up with the blinder, the dating app, remember? Oh, my God, Where yeah. you really, you don't get to see pictures of it's each other. dating app with no pictures. It's uh, probably not going to do that well. That's going to that's <laughs> do just terrible. <laughs> that will not be around long. But anyway, no, I haven't. <laughs> I went on one blind date. But I saw a picture of him before um, with a 24-year-old comedian that Liza set me up with. Oh, is that on Raya? No. Because I love looking through people's Raya I don't have Raya. Come on. I wish. (laughs) Guys, listen and subscribe. (laughs) Want to get on Raya (laughs) someday, guys. Hashtag dreams. Hashtag goals. Um, No, just like a a coming up comedian. But I didn't know much about him at all. And it was a great day. We're supposed to hang out again. But I I had to bail on him this week because of my depression. I listened to that one. I remember that guy. Yeah, yeah. Go out with him again. He sounded good. Yeah, he did. He's a nice guy. I saw him two nights ago. He I was supposed to hang out with his him beard this beard weekend. Is gone. I canceled him. I think I followed oh, him on Twitter. Gone? Really? Based on based on you shouting him hey, out Dan. in the podcast. Yeah. Dan. What up, Dan? I'm sorry about this week. Now you know, <laughs> now you know that why. I wasn't lying. <laughs> so now we know a few things about Dan. He does not wear an earring. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's write backwards. <laughs> and whatever the other things so I said. The one date whose name we, whose name we have spoke. Yeah, but he said we could. For sure. And then there's the other Doug Johnson. You should do an episode of this podcast that's a game show, and it's kind of like The Voice, where you have three guys who are not facing you, and you ask them questions, and then you pick one of them to go out on a date with. That would be, if we could get enough people to have a live show, that would be a really fun thing. That, that would, would be a live. great live show. Incredible yeah. live Peter, show. yes, yes, we've got to do it. I will be the w- uh, the Carson Daly. Can we oh, just, you? Uh, yes, you'll oh be host. Oh my can goodness. We, can we just like do that even though like. We'll pay people to come. We'll yeah. pull them in off the streets and offer I mean like our beer. friends will just come. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Ooh, that's fun. That would be fun. Ooh, I love it. Guys, I think we hatched a plan. Okay. If you're, okay, if you're listening to this and you're in New York and you're not someone that we're friends with in life, will you let us know via email or secret Facebook group? If you would come to that. Yeah. And, and if like, you, you have that sound them, desperate. Like, it didn't could, sound as desperate as it sounded no. in my head. Okay. Like, Liza, you could look at them to make sure yeah. they're not, like, monsters. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and, yeah. No, I feel like we would need, like, three kind of, like, gems, but very different from each other. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like we would need, like, a, a wook. You know? Like, I feel like you haven't been on a date with someone who's, like, super, like... You know, goes to fish concerts like someone like oh that. yeah, no, like yeah, I haven't. Crunchy. yeah I haven't. Okay, yeah. is Wook a thing? I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> Peter and I got really quiet. <laughs> no, no, I was like, because Wook is like Chewbacca, it's someone who like goes to jam band concerts and tries to bum drugs off people. <laughs> that is like, not my it's normal. Like a, it's like a sloppy, so like maybe stereotypically white dreads, like just you know. <laughs> is that a new word? I never. It's a new word. <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. No, I feel like okay. My some of my boyfriend's friends are like Wooks. So, sort of interested in jam bands. Okay. So sort they're not Wooks, in. but they are like Wook adjacent. Okay. And they, have, they know Wooks. This one guy who they, they have this one guy who's like 
you know, a big guy, guy in the Wook community. And they call him, <laughs> <laughs> but they call him, like, I don't know his name, but let's say his name's Dan. They always refer to him, like, in full as Dan, esteemed emperor of the Wooks, or no, esteemed mayor of the Wooks. Okay. Like, so this is a whole, thing. I don't know. So they're just trying to, like, fish fans who try to get free drugs? Yeah. Yeah, do and, one of you know, them. not I just thought, yeah, fish. Thought, yeah, okay. But they're like, they're like hippie crust punks. You know Ooh, what I mean? Sounds like my type. Yeah. <laughs> right, you my, need somebody no, real crusty. Gotta change it up. And like, a so, literal crust punk. <laughs> a little or literal crust punk. So one of those. Okay. And then just some other two people. What I also, I don't know two other categories of and, people. Three ethnicities. Let's really keep it diverse. <laughs> yeah. Three Let's different like really ethnicities. Three yeah. ages. Yeah, we're gonna put up some some casting things on backstage. We're gonna get headshots. Okay, yeah. we're, we should actually cast it. <laughs> Or or great. or listeners can no because then they're all they all be actors. People. Can I just shout out to a listener who, when I was in Seattle, tried really hard, but her friend got nervous to set me up on a date. Oh I was, my god! Anyone want to set me up a date in Seattle? And a, a listener was like, "I got you." And then he got too nervous, oh. which is totally fair because this yeah. is a really weird. No, thing. totally. I'm trying so hard to set you up with my one of my best friends' oldest brother. Older, not older. He's younger than her. Her brother is what I'm trying to say, uh, and he's like the nicest guy and. He's, he's just scary. like a little. I feel like next time I see him, I'm gonna be like, "Come on!" <laughs> like we are so nice, and especially if we know the person's gonna listen. Yeah, I mean, we're always nice. Yeah, except if you are Doug Johnson with two phones. Yeah, Doug Johnson. I just I like that sack name. Of now. Shit. Doug. Yeah. Doug's a good sack of shit name. It really is. Yeah, Doug. Like, do you know any cool Dugs? There probably are so many. I probably even have a few. But you know what? For the sake of this Doug podcast, Doug Funny. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Doug Funny. I don't know any Dugs. I don't know any Dugs either. Is Doug the guy who won in Alabama? Doug Jones. Doug Jones. <laughs> oh yeah, Doug? I like that Doug. That's a good <laughs> Doug. Doug Roy. That? So we'll just say Roy. Roy. Oh, I actually, don't yeah. know any good Roy's. 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 Don't know any good Roy's. Yeah. yeah, feels creepy. Okay. Yep, that was fun. All right. So we have good. I feel like we have good assignments from Peter. I feel like we really needed a writer yeah. to come here and yeah, write thanks this. Thanks for helping us. this podcast for us. And I gotta say, shape. we really righted this ship as far as sadness goes. <laughs> we, yes. we got a game show in the mix. <laughs> what, what are we gonna? What, is, what are we gonna dress Peter in for the game? Like, I feel like you need some kind of a shiny suit. Definite, like a like something Steve Harvey would wear. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. Like just a little, not not a not sequence, but just a little sheen. Now, Harvey doesn't wear sequence. Sequence. Har- Steve Harvey wears like a nice, like a white or like a mustard yellow. Suit. I think it's yeah. about the color. It does Steve not fit Harvey, him correctly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um. And yeah. Ill fitting is always good. Ill fitting for, for is the always host. Good. Yeah. Uh, and a skinny microphone. Yeah. Well. Peter, thank you so much for being here. Thank oh, you. Do, yeah, we won't do a listener worst first date because we've been blathering away. But um, do you want to shout anything out, like your social media, like your, your um, show? At, um, at Peter Hoare, <laughs> H-O-A-R-E, on, uh, on Twitter. And I write for Kevin Can Wait on CBS. And look out for We Are Unsatisfied with Billy Crystal and Ben Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Should be out in the fall. Um, should hopefully be premiering at the Toronto Film Festival in September. And I have another film shooting in March called Secret Santa, and I don't think I'm allowed to say who's in it yet, but it's called Secret Santa, and it will likely be on Netflix. Um, and that's it. Yay! I'm so impressed. Like, that's patronizing. I didn't know the right word. And I will be soon hosting a really exciting game show. Uh, thank you, guys. No, thank you. Thank that was you. awesome. Thank you for putting up with my sads, Liza, Manny. It's been great, guys. Everybody. Last up. No, just kidding. <laughs> just, I was just, no, I was like, why am I being like, Liza, it's been so fun. No. Uh, no, absolutely not, guys. I'm going on the dates. We're doing it. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Oh, and fo- oh, sorry. Follow us. Oh, I yeah. have one first dates pod on Instagram 
And also, please join our secret Facebook group. Yeah, it's getting juicy and fun in there. Lots of fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we'll talk to you talk soon. Talk to you soon. See you at the game show. <laughs> and go on a date. <laughs> go on a date. Thank you for listening. And we just want to give a huge shout out to Manny from 5 Ohm for recording our voices and putting up with us. Big shout out to Anthony also from 5 Ohm for making us sound really good in post. And you should check 5 Ohm out online at 5ohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm.